accountability, meaning, meaning when things don't go as planned, you have nobody to blame but yourself because things happen because of you, not to you. And uh, I know that that's a very unpopular way of thinking nowadays where everybody wants to play the victim role. Welcome to The Foundry, where leaders are forged daily. Each week we investigate themes of leadership, entrepreneurship, and mindset with some of the greatest minds in real estate. And now, the data scientist of real estate, George Roberts. Welcome back, dealmakers. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Jason Malabute, founder of Malabute Properties. In addition to assembling a portfolio of 342 doors, he also graduated cum laude and is an MBA as well as a CPA. He is one of the toughest, mindest individuals that I'm proud to say that I know. As we discuss Jason's background and the challenges that he's faced to come up in the world, you'll see why this episode is entitled. Tough-mindedness will get you everywhere, but I want to let Jason tell his own story. So with that, it's time to say welcome to the show, Jason. Hey, George. Thank you so much for having me today. Well, I'm, really I'm really happy to have you. Uh, I've seen a lot of your interviews, and I think you have a lot of very important things to say to people. And I just want to speak directly to the audience for a moment and say, Deal makers, you're definitely going to want to stay to the end of this interview because I think Jason has a lot of great wisdom to share. I guarantee that you'll be touched. But before we focus on Jason's philosophy, which I find to be very impactful, I want to uh, sort of walk through your real estate career so you understand that Jason is the real deal. So I think uh, you did your first deal in 2019, started looking for multifamily in 2020, and then you liquidated your portfolio in 2022. Uh, you have a great quote that goes along with this timeline. When I'm in, I'm all in. So I'd love it if you could just pick up the story from there. Yeah. So, so uh, as you mentioned, you know, I started off in a single family, family space in 2019. Um, when I first discovered real estate investing like a year earlier, um, when I was doing my job preparing tax returns, I noticed that one of my clients was making a lot of passive income um, with a real estate investment. So that's how I got started in real estate in the first place. And then in 2020, like you said, I turned transition to multi-family. I was looking for a deal for, for about three years, and for three years, I really could not find a deal to save my life. I must have underwrote maybe like 300 plus deals before I finally uh found a deal. It was a one hundred and sixteen deal out in Atlanta. And a few months after that, 
I became a general partner on a 236-unit deal as well. So it was definitely a lot of ups and downs before I found success. So I love the story because I think a lot of people, they just go it alone and maybe they fail and you never hear from them again. But instead of just trying to go it alone, you underwrite 300 properties. I understand that you you found a group that you're working with right now and you figured out how to add value. So you partnered up and you made it happen. Yeah, so so I think that is one of most people's biggest downfalls is that um they come into a new situation, whether it's trying to join a established group and they're trying to take, 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 instead of finding ways to give value. So, for example, when I first started working with our cash flow temps, their struggle was was a was timely distribution of their of their investor monthly reports. So with with my accounting background, I was able to give a hand when it came to um reviewing those monthly reports and I'm making sure that those monthly reports were published on a timely basis, and that's how I became more involved with the group. Um, and then, and then the next thing I knew, you know, uh, not only was I a general partner in a 106-unit deal, but also a 236-unit deal. So, so, uh, so that this goes back to the original lesson, which is our Figuring out what value you can give to somebody and then really leveraging that and then uh, making the most use of yourself to a group and really pushing them up to the next level. Yeah, Yeah, I love it. Great lesson in pushing the ego aside and then becoming a success uh, by contributing to and now being a part of a really amazing uh, and great group. Well, uh, you know, I know that you started out as a CPA and I'd love to hear about what you said you got into this through your professional life. Mm. So you, you saw your, uh, your clients getting rich and, and then what, what do you decide to do? Right. Yes. So actually how I got into accounting was a very funny story, George. So, so a little background on myself, I have cerebral palsy. So my dad always told me that, hey, son, you are going to have a more challenging time compared to your peers in finding a high-paying job. And then uh, um, at the time, I was still a... Little boy, so I just, I just, uh, I just ignored them. You know, I, I, I was thinking, man, uh, he, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, 
I'm going to be a professional basketball player. Yeah. Uh, however, obviously, uh, basketball is not is a card for me. So, um, so, so that's why my parents always push me towards entrepreneurship. So I got to college. Um, I had no idea what I wanted to be because. Because at the time I wasn't passionate about about anything besides basketball, so my mom said, "Hey, you should be an accountant because I know that you want to be a businessman one day, so you should know how money works. So accounting is a great uh, path for you." So I said, "Oh, okay." I mean. I have no other better idea, so I guess I'll be an accountant. So I graduated college, um, and then I got my CPA. I started working for an accounting firm here in Los Angeles. I was focusing on taxes, so that's how I got to handle my clients tax return who was in real estate and that just sparked my interest. Yeah, outstanding. And I understand quite a long road, not just to get your CPA designation, but then also just to get that first job. Uh, great story of perseverance. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, glad that you did that. And so maybe, you know, that's not exactly what you ended up spending the rest of your life doing, but it puts you on the the entrepreneurial routes, well, you mentioned basketball, and I know that uh, you've got your virtual background up there, but I think that in your office, you've actually got a, uh, a jersey of Mr. 23, Kobe Bryant. Why don't you tell us uh, what he means to you? I know that he's a, sort of a controversial basketball player. Of course, we tragically lost him a few years back, uh, but he wasn't always the most popular ball player, but somebody who really uh, exemplified persistence and, and working hard. Yeah, wow. So, so uh, first of all, George, like, um, um, I am impressed by how much uh, research and homework you have done on me. And I, yes, definitely. Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan were my favorite players growing up. And I, uh, I just really loved how much dedication and uh, commitment that they put in the fields, you know. Like um, I remember watching Kobe Bryant. Uh, he would practice the same move thousands of times for hours, uh, trying to perfect that small little move so it was very interesting how much importance that he put into details and uh, i do the same thing as well oh when it comes to real estate business i want to know everything about what i'm doing like um I'm, i will i will look at every single pattern for for example, when we are looking into a market, um, not only will I look at 
population grows, job grows, but I also look at the diversity. I look at how did this market perform in previous recessions? You know, I'm taking into consideration everything in there and uh, every single detail before I I uh, pull the trigger um, in anything I'm doing. So I love that. And I love Kobe Bryant, uh, the Mamba mentality. Uh, he's definitely missed. Love that you're also looking at the history of these places, because when you look at a real estate market, I think a lot of people just forget that uh, that there is a certain history to these markets and that certain places just tend to be a lot more volatile than others. So yeah, all that's totally publicly available. Go to Fred stlouisfed.org at least that's where i go to get some of those statistics or freddie mac i think is another great one if you want to find the actual multifamily i think they track a little bit over 20 uh, cities yeah well uh okay here let's let's do get into a little bit more of the philosophy so i understand that you have uh three pillars that you live your life by so so what are jason's three pillars yeah um I was actually just talking about this uh, with one of my uh, business partners yesterday, and and the, the um the three values that I live my life by is one is integrity, which means doing what you're supposed to do, even when nobody is watching you. Number two is accountability meaning meaning when things don't go as planned you have nobody to blame but yourself because things happen because of you not to you and uh, I know that that's a very unpopular way of thinking nowadays where everybody wants to play the victim role. Um, the number three is being of a set, meaning whatever you are doing right now, do be the best at it and uh, do everything that you can to be the best at whatever you do. Put 100% of your energy and focus into something so that even if you don't don't reach your goals, at least you could say that you could say that um you you are uh, um you put everything that you had into it. Outstanding, and I think that to this day and age, uh, with all its victimhood, I think that your number two accountability is definitely, I'd say, the the antidote to what ails our society. I love. Your third pillar, be obsessed. I try to be obsessed about putting out a great product here at the Foundry. I, I made a point. I was trying to watch all of your interviews, but it was actually impossible because I think that you've actually got them coming out a little bit faster than I could possibly watch them. I, mean, I think you had several coming out over the, the last couple of weeks. I'd, I'd like to talk to you about self-doubt because self-limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs in general, this is something that 
troubles all of us. And I want to set it off with a quote from my favorite poem, It If by Rudyard Kipling. So if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. I love that poem. And I think it's it's full of great advice. But you obviously had a different road with, with doubts. I mean, you, you had to deal, of course, not only with your own self-doubts, but also a lot of with other people's doubting too. So tell us what it was like when you announced, I'm going to be a real estate investor. You know, what was that like? And, and, and how did you overcome the doubters? Yes. So not only did I announce I was going to be a real estate investor, George, but I also announced that I was going to invest out of state. So, so, um, so that added another dimension to it. So, so when I told that to people, they said that I was crazy. They said that I was just asking for people to 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 take my money, you know. So so um so that goes back to to my third pillar, which is which is about being obsessed, right? So so I, if you really take your time in something, really put your all into something, you actually minimize the risk. For example, when I when I first started investing in out of state, um, I took all that doubt and I said that I'm going to prove all of these people wrong, and and uh, I cannot afford to fail because then they'll say that. Oh, see, I told you, um, I told you you were making a mistake. So I really went, I really went the extra mile to really put the due diligence into something. So, for example, um, I I decided that I want to get into real estate investing in two thousand seventeen. Um, for the entire year of two thousand eighteen, I did not buy any properties. Instead, I studied real estate investing. Um, and then uh, in 2019, when I decided that I'm going to go buy some properties, um, I really reviewed um, the, um, the, not only the market, I, I was investing in, but, but I made sure that I reached out to all of the top brokers in that market who had a solid reputation. I was building a team with the best property managers and the best contractors in those markets. I went in the fast forward, you know, uh, one year after I bought that property, I actually made a, made a twenty to $25,000 profit from that property. But all the rent that I was collecting every single month from that property. So, 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 uh, unfortunately, uh, um, for all my doubters, um, I, I proved them wrong. Yeah, I love that. 
you know, why do you think that some people are more successful than others in overcoming limiting beliefs? Because they just they just want it more, you know. Because it's like, um, for example, George, like, um, let's say both me and you were um, we're getting into real estate investing at the same time, right? Um, if you failed in real estate, you could still easily. Find a job. You can. You probably would still have your wife. You'd still have your family. You'd still have your kids. I don't have those options. Uh, um, if I fail, George, and I decide to go with it, give it up after I fail. <laughs> Nobody is gonna care, George. Like, um, um, there is a reason why you are interviewing me right now. Um, it's because I am a rare story, and and like, um, um, if the success stops, all this attention stops as well. So, so. So that's why I always push myself to become the best person I can be because because I have such a strong why. That's why. Yeah. And I know that, you know, the doubters in your life have been even harder. I know that uh, you mentioned in a prior interview that, you know, people told you, hey, they're going to take advantage of you. So if you're out here right now and you're thinking, that what separates the winners and the losers is the opportunities that are presented to a person or the lack of doubters in a life. No, it's absolutely 100% how you deal with it. Yeah. So here, here's another quote from you that I like. Losers find excuses. Winners find a way to make it happen. Yeah. yeah and and like, uh, that's the story of my whole life. You know, like, hey, uh, I can use every single excuse um, that you could think of, George. Like, um, um, I gave to say that, you know what, I'm just going to feel sorry for myself. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to uh, not work. I'm going to go and uh, um, Collect money from the um, from the government, but no, like um, I expect higher for myself. You know, I expect better for myself. So, so like um, oh, so I I use that fuel um from the from the, from the doubt that I get from people who are doubting me, and uh, I want to prove them wrong. Um. um at the same time, George, like, um, I also want to prove people who believe in me right. You know, like, um, I have a lot of people who are depending on me. Um, I have my family who is depending on me. Um, I have partners who are depending on me to become successful. Um, and also, I, I am... 
obligated of responsible to be successful and uh, um, make use of of all the opportunities that God has given me. So, so, so those are the things that really push me forward. Yeah, outstanding. And I know another thing that sets you apart from other people is that you're not afraid to speak about your mistakes and your missteps. As they say, success is a poor teacher. And I believe that all right, so Jason, I think that at this point, we're going to have to wrap the first half of this episode. I want to thank you so much for sharing your background in real estate and a lot of the philosophies that have helped to propel you to where you are right now. Just want to make sure people know how to reach out to you. What's the best way to reach out to Jason Malabute? The best way is to send me an email to my Jason at cash. Coachamps.com, or you can slide in my DMs at Jason Malabute. I mean, you can find me on all social media platforms. All right, outstanding. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah.